What's up, George? Hey, Carlos. How are you? We, we're back. Here we are. We're back. Here we are. Yes. It's uh, we are, September. What, what episode? Yeah. What, what episode 50, is this 52? now? 52? That's insane to me. I cannot believe it. 52? I cannot believe it. And yes, it is September. We have officially passed the six-month mark since this craziness. Um, and, and it's all good. It's all good. I mean, it is what it is, is what it, that's, I think that's my sentence. Yes, it is what it is. And it is what it is. <laughs> with what we got. Making chicken pie out of chicken shit. Yeah, yeah okay, we can do that. Whatever. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to, because we decided, for those of you that have been following along with us, Yes, we have you. decided to uh, move on from the book. Move on. Yes, we are moving on, uh, which is going to be a big theme for today. And, uh, but, but we're moving on from the book, A New Earth. And it's not to devaluate or discount it in any way. We are obviously very big fans. But uh, the rest of the chapters take, take us to a point that, you know, if you followed us along through the essential chapters, and you reach that point, we're going to leave the rest up to you guys. All right? And you're always welcome to discuss points with us and email us and contact us. But uh, George and I were talking, and we just miss talking about the stuff that this podcast so was founded on. So and, uh, and we just want to kind of move on and continue doing more of that, especially since we have passed the 50th episode. And we're so excited for that because this is – what um, I'm calling the acceleration point, you know, the first, the goal, anybody that I told that I was starting a podcast said, don't plan anything until you can get to 50 episodes. If you get to 50 episodes and you can continue and it's, and you feel like it's just starting, then you're doing something right. Well, and I mean, here we a, are. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're doing something right. And I definitely feel like, we're just starting something like mm-hmm. even if it's 50 episodes in and considering that like so you know how um the social media sites like facebook and instagram have that thing where they like to remind us of memories yeah and so now what's happening on our instagram feed is that we're starting to see all of the posts from when we first started this you yeah. and i at your at your old studio uh-huh. setting up at for the first episode you know like it's been that the year has passed and it's just like, okay, good. And all of those things are behind us. And like the world is completely different than it was when we started doing this. And so, yeah, like it's time to move on. It's time to, it's like, that's it. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. And, uh, and I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for, um, I'm really grateful for our listeners. I'm grateful for the people who support this podcast. Um, I'm, uh, you know, it, I'm just, I, I, I can't believe it. You know, it's, it's really cool when people text and say, hey, enjoyed the episode or, hey, you know, um, yeah, I've, I've had a few people be like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll tune back in when you stop talking about the book. <laughs> well, here we are. Here we are. We're back. We're talking about the book. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, every, uh, how's everything with you? How are you feeling? How are you doing? You look great. The beard is epic for those of you that are listening. Uh, and not watching the YouTube video, George's beard is starting to look really filled in and really epic right now. 
Well, I wouldn't use, you're very kind with those words. You know, I would not use the word epic to describe this beard. But okay. that the fact, but the fact is, is that like I basically waited 41 years to let a beard grow in because I always thought that I could not grow a beard. Um, so at one point, boy, I were you wrong? Well, you know, like it's that thing where like it starts to like get very patchy and scraggly the yeah. further up like the cheek you go. Like mm-hmm. this, like, it doesn't really connect into the sideburn. It doesn't have that good like. Five o'clock shadow. It doesn't like. It doesn't get very. It's a little. It's a little. It's patchy and scruffy. It's more scruffy than like full beard. You know, like. Right. I'm never gonna have like. Well, I don't know. I'd never say never. But I did buy myself a um, beard. Like it's like a beard roller thing. Have you heard about these okay. things? No, I have not. It's like this little like. It's basically like microderm abrasion or like these little like. It's a little. It's a little. Think of it like as a like a handheld, like, I guess, pizza dough roller or like maybe like a handheld little painter stick, but a little painter stick has little needles. And you roll that against your face where the, the hair follicle is and it's supposed to like stimulate new hair growth and I guess let the hair that's underneath and trap through the skin mm. to like pop out. Wow. Yeah. So have you been using any beard oil? Uh, no, but okay. David has beard oil, but his, see, David has like a very good beard, you know, like, yeah. he's got a big ass beard, but no, I haven't, I haven't really been doing that. Okay. Well, but it's there. Yeah. Like I haven't, like I thought I was, I, 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 um, I posed a question to a couple people as to whether I should like trim it. Cause I'm getting a haircut on Friday. I'm like, do I trim it? Or do I just like let it ride? Everyone's like, let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. I I do like it. I do like it. You should. It looks great. It's part of my rebrand. Yeah. (laughs) Your rebrand? I'm rebranding. I want to know. I want to know more about the rebrand. I don't have. I don't have details to share today. Oh. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I'm a. You know what it is? It's like I've gotten to the point at my age where I realized that I have been programmed to think one certain way. Realize this isn't the word, but like we've been programmed, I was programmed to think the entire time that you're supposed to like work a job, have, and then you do that job and then you make a lot of money because you stay at the job for a very long time or you bounce around from career to career just making your income higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Um, to eventually, like, be able to retire. Well, those days are, as we know, fucking dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. That's gone, right? At least for someone, I guess, now at my, like, in my age, like, the, if for me to do that, like, the things that I would have to do to, like, line up with that kind of a track, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to do. Right. You know, having spent the last several weeks, you know, coming to understand you know, what makes me tick, how I tick, and all those things. Like, mm-hmm. when I realize the things that I, when I realize the things that I want to do, and I, there's also, like, it's, I have realized the things that I want to do, and I have also gratefully realized the things that I do not want to do anymore. Great. You know, nice. so, like, the moving on part is a lot of, like, kind of, like, 
understanding that, like, I don't want to fucking do this. And then it's like, why were we doing it in the first place? Oh, yeah, because we felt obligated to because of, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, just, just own who you are and fuck the rest. That's right. Like, I was having another conversation with a friend on, on Sunday, and he was just like, he was just saying, he's like, dude, you know, I feel he's our age. And he's like, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. And, and, and we were talking about, like, he was talking about, like, an artistic expression. Like, he's felt stuck for a long time. So, I, like, not being able to, like, let some of these things that he wanted to let out out. And so now he's found a way to do that. And he's gotten mm-hmm. some pushback because he has a conservative family. And he's been, like, seen as this kind of person. And now he's breaking out of that box, Right. You know, right. now he's, like, presenting himself as, like, a person who he really feels he truly is, but it's taken 41 years to get there. And so people who have known him for that long are like, wait, what are you doing? And he's like, guys, this has always been inside. And so there's a... I was conforming, so I, it, it was never let out until... Like, and, you, and you've seen it. And you've seen it, and you probably told me to tone it down. Right. That's what I've been I've have I I share that experience with him. Like there's been things about me like again what we it I'm glad that we did what we did and like, we don't have to talk about it but like it churned up a lot it churned up a lot of things that were I feel like were packed and settled in as like things that like I told myself I have to accept. And I don't know if that was, like, a, a pill that I forced in my throat in my 30s to, like, force myself to grow up or whatever. Like, just, like, like cram off. I don't know. Anyways, it all came out, and I was just, like, rebranding, pivoting, pivoting, rebranding, pivoting, rebranding, pivoting, finding, finding new opportunities and ways to, to truly, like, I guess, like, like, I have feeling like I have found kind of, a good, like, my purpose, and then to, like, monetize that there you go that's the kicker like i really am seeking like i need to set myself up for financial freedom because i don't want to be like doing something i don't want to do for the rest of my life i have a lot of fucking life that i want to see and live and do and like and i need to set things up i need to set things up now so that they can start churning and working for me you know within the next you know 10 15 20 years that's right so that by the time we're 65 70 like all that stuff is all good to go I've, like, created the system that works for me and, like, it's, like, sustaining me in a way that, like, I want in the life that I want to live. Yeah. Woo. You're inspiring me, Matt, right now, man. This is awesome. And it's, listen, it's in the very non-traditional, I mean, it's, like, a non-traditional track. It's definitely going to, like, questions, you know, flags will be raised, questions will be had. Like, I've had already conversations, but, like, I am, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Well, do it unapologetically and don't ask for permission. No. That's it. No, it's like, and it's all, it's all based like in truth, right? Like this is like really who I am. Like I really yeah. believe all of this stuff and I'm not going to, yeah, that. So. Fantastic, man. Yeah. And that, so, and that's and where like so, uh, moving on. I mean, yeah. I mean like this is when like you, when you no longer are attached to like the person who, or like the the story of your life, or like who you think you're supposed to be, and like you basically take like, you know, you take the the, the erase the whiteboard and you just 
fucking erase it. Just what happens when you fucking just clean the slate and just be like, all right, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, I, I love this topic. I've been struggling with the concept of moving on because I've, uh, I have, I, I'm, I have these ups and downs and, and they're getting really exhausting, you know, and I, I'm, I, I, I've acknowledged that. And it, the ups and downs I'm referring to are, uh, okay, I'm 41 and I've lived a lot and I, I've lived very hard and I've done a lot of cool shit and I still do a lot of cool shit. So like, really, like, what is there to look forward to? You know what I mean? Like what now? Like, you know, aging, you know, and I, you know, I go down that dark path wow. and then I have the, yeah. Yeah. And then I have these, you know, highs where I'm like, damn, you know, like if I stay healthy, barring any, God forbid, any illnesses or tragic accidents, man, I, I could potentially live to like 90, you know, and which would mean that I have like technically more ahead of me than I have behind me. Yeah. And holy shit, you know, like, um, and, and I've just learned about something really key about myself is that I myself have, have always uh, pictured or have had, I guess, assumptions and preconceived notions of older people, uh, what people in their 40s and 50s and 60s look like, what they do, what they say, what they are like, and it's and, and I, I kind of struggle between being what that expectation is or that preconceived notion is versus living the now, being present, like, every, like we've just gone over in this book, and, uh, and, and, and embracing what it means to be 40 today and what it will mean to be 50 and 60 and, and so forth. So I've been kind of like, I need to move on from this, and I guess that's my point. I need to pick a path and just go with it because, you know, I've career wise, everything's going great. Music, everything's going great. My marriage, everything's going great. The kids are great. Everyone is healthy. Everyone is whole. Uh, and I'm, I'm holding myself back like, okay, well, I guess this is just life now. And I just go through emotions every day. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. Keep experiencing new things. And I need to stay or do whatever it takes to stay on that path. You know, it's, it's definitely, I know how this is going to sound, but I do not do well with idle hands. Even though mm -hmm. I, th there's a part of me that like loves doing nothing. Yeah. I really enjoy the nothingness. And I've said it before, like, there's nothing more I like to do than nothing. Like, or I used to say, like, I work so hard for like this place where I live and it's so beautiful. Like, I don't want to go anywhere or do anything else. I just want to enjoy this. And maybe it's because we've been doing this. <laughs> for the last six months. That's right. And we're like, and we now we're like, we have grown and we're woke and we're, and it's just like, get me out of the house! <laughs> Which I want to go somewhere else <laughs> with my people. <laughs> Which, speaking of moving on, that's going to be collectively how we collectively entered this quarantine and social distancing. Now we have to collectively move on from this and exit this, you know, this, this part of our lives. Bye. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
time. Bye. Bye. Oh Bye. my God. I, I have had the most funny interactions with people. This is not a political podcast. This no, no, not, not in the least. No, all right. All right. No. So whatever I say, it's, you know, whatever. Don't, don't, you know, cause yes. if, if you're, if you're going to be hypersensitive, this isn't the podcast for you. So, um, but, but so like there was a, I was playing music last week and there was a, a table and I, I loved it. There was a table of people and, and they were, you know, they, they were just like, fuck it. Like, and they had shirts, they all had shirts and the shirts said, normal is the new normal. Normal is the new normal. And I'll tell you that these people did not give a flying fuck about shit, about nothing. I mean, they were just like, I don't even think they had a face mask. I don't think they own a face mask, you know? And it's like, my point to this is not that I think they're cool and all. I mean, it was funny and we got a good kick out of it, but like, this is going to be, you know, this is like interesting because then it's like, there's people who are going to have trouble moving on from it. I mean, there's people who still don't want to go back to the office. There's people who are still not leaving their house. And, and then there's other people that are just like, they were all about the quarantine. They were they, they owned up to it. They did everything they had to do. They did everything perfect. And they're just like, hey, listen, I don't give a fuck what happens. Thanksgiving, masks are off, and my family's coming over for dinner. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. And I'm like, okay, that's one way to go about it. <laughs> yeah, so moving on is going to be really hard because the question is, is there a good time to go back to things? Is well, there a good No, we don't. The answer is no. You don't go back. Mm-hmm. Don't go back. We already know. We know better. We don't go back. We don't return. You cannot return to something that has already occurred. It's over. You don't go back to things. You, you are where you are in that place. You, listen, yeah. every if you are, oh my god, we'll just speak plainly. That works. Plain, plain, plain speak. If you don't believe what the CDC says, then you will proceed to where you will proceed to where not where what they recommend to you to do, and that's what you will do, and and you will do that because you believe whatever you believe. And if you right. are, and then if you are on the opposite side of that coin, you will do whatever you think is best for you, and you and the likelihood is one of one person will criticize the other person, and they'll just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it will be a cycle. I don't give a fuck about any of those fucking people. <laughs> I hope those people kill themselves or each other. <laughs> no, actually, I actually hope they kill each other because they both fucking suck. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I don't care how yeah. angry you are. I don't care how mad you are. I don't care about your mask. I don't care about your anti-mask. I don't care about your vax. I don't care about your anti-vax. I don't care about any of that shit. I don't care. I don't care. It's all noise. Your chatter, your noise, your stress, your anxiety, your inability to cope with your bullshit is on you. I know. <laughs> I will govern myself accordingly, and I'm also going to keep my fucking opinions in my mouth shut to myself, because that's how I yeah. want to live. I want to be able to move through space freely without encumbrance, yeah. you know? And, like, yes, I get that world that we live in. I understand, like, and, all this, and so I, I safeguard myself, and I just proceed forward, and I'm not going to, like... I just, I have a plan for myself. Like, I've done my work. I am going to move on for myself. And it's going to be like, okay, I don't want to go that way because those fucking crazy people are over there. And I don't want to go over that way because even though my friends are over there, they're acting fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 
when you spend t- like you and I have spent time like we dove deep. Yeah, I think we dove deeper than people that maybe around us. Yeah. Um, and so now we're like on the other side of it, and we're just like yeah. we feel bright, like our, you know we're wearing it. I feel like we're just wearing a different set of glasses. Um, and yeah, dude, like, I don't like, I've, I've been in the rooms with both of those teams and I roll my eyes exactly like this with the same level of like, like hardness. I don't know how to say it. I'm just like, oh brother, oh brother, oh brother. Right. But yeah, no, like, listen, I get, I get, I get it. Like I saw a video of people like running around Target, like take your masks off, take Uh your and then I saw people like you know screaming and yelling, but you're still like it's just like ah like what just yeah like why do you invest your time in that yeah yeah what do you get out of it how does it serve you how does it change anything yeah yep yeah I know man I know like, I don't so, have to agree with somebody but when I see someone doing something that I don't want to be a part of I just like remove myself from the situation maybe that's just I mean I guess I've always been more of like that kind of a person anyways to begin with. And I also subscribe to like a live and let live like way of life. I really do. Because the yeah. moment that you start to like try to check and balance somebody else, it's like you things get out of whack. Like just fucking dude, tend to yourself and like help your friend. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I want to go away. I want to go away. I don't even know where I want to go. Honestly. Yeah, right? where do we want to go? Where would you travel to if you, you know could what? go I anywhere want right you now? You and I to go somewhere. Oh, that would be cool. I want to go to, I don't know, I just want to, like, ride out with, like, fun people and do fun things. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we we should plan some. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a part of me that really wants, like, I definitely, like, I want to, like, I love, I love our city. I love Miami. I love everything about it. I want to get the, I want to see something different. Yeah. You know, I would That's like to natural. have a different, like, I want to, like, I don't know if it's, like, going to, like, North Carolina and being up in the Smoky Mountains and just, like, fucking hiking around. I don't know if it's, like, being in a place where it's, like, fucking quiet. I've been watching this show on Netflix called Chef's Table. Have you seen this? I have not. I've okay. great things, though. I, I don't even know how it came across my radar, to be honest with you. But, like... It did, and I started watching it, and I was like, this is a really good show. And it's not so much about, like, I mean, the food is amazing that they do, right? Because these people that are creating these foods are just, like, they're the masters of their crafts. And the, the, the producers behind it are doing such a beautiful job of, telling this, of, of showing the things. And I'm such a visual person that the show is visually, like, appealing. And not in a way that makes you want to eat the food, just in, like, wow, that's really pretty, like, the way that they shoot things. And and it really goes into the story of these chefs and, like, how they come to be. And there's so much of, like, there's a shared, there's a common theme of, like, I fought against all of these things about myself. Like, I had to leave to become someone. And then everyone always kind of, like, comes back home. Or there's, like, this homecoming thing. Or, like, there's, like, a, like, you you go out into the world, like, trying to, like, experience as much, and then you always bring it back into, like, who you really, like, all those experiences come together to create something that is brand new. And the brand new for the chefs is always, like, the best meal. Like, it's always, like, I started here, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do this, I went here, I learned this, I learned this, and there's, and then it all comes together 
in this amazing menu and then they like win all these awards and it's like they become the lesson is that like you spend time on the outside looking for things to fill you but they never do fill you but what they do is they create something that becomes like it, it transforms it it's like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly the metamorphosis is violent and hard and and it's like tense and there's so many things that happen. We've talked about this before, like yeah. in the videos of the Chris. But then what comes out of it is like just this amazing thing, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how that we got. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it becomes a design for life too. You know, it becomes like your design for life. And like so many of these, so many of these people live in like these like very like kind of like secluded areas. I watched this one. Um, I can't, if I, I'm not even going to attempt to say her name because I'm only going to like make it really butcher. bad to say it. Butcher, yeah. thank you. Um, and she's not a butcher because I didn't see an episode of a butcher and the butcher one is very good. He's Italian. But she, <laughs> she's from Georgia and she like, she was a social worker and then she like, and that was terrible. So she like moves, she like, got an externship and she went to Paris and she learned how to cook. And then she like worked in all these kitchens and, and nothing ever felt right. So then she like went, she had an opportunity and she went back home and she like started like understanding of like who, like the roots of her home. And then like, she took all of the experience that she had and like she created this whole new thing. And now she's like fucking killing it. Right. That's amazing. And like, I knew that I liked her a lot because she said, she says something she was, she tried, she, she invented or she created this plate of food, which it gets, it's like one of her like unique or like her signature dishes, which is foie gras over grits. Mm. Right? Yeah. So she's Southern, but she's like classically French trained. So it's like the fusion of like classical French training, like like the best, the best, best, best way of doing food, but like with her roots, who she is. Like you accept who you are, you celebrate that thing that comes from within. You take all your experiences and you create something new and unique. And that's the, like, that's the part that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Just, and you, mean, like, you become grateful. You become grateful for those experiences. And you become grateful because it molds you and you have that realization. And then look at the great things that come about. And it's like, it's being able, like, that's the moving on process, right? Like, you don't, because we can get so, it's so easy for us to get stuck in, like, and like looking, right? Like I will look over here and it, it didn't work. So then I look over here and it's not loving. And the whole time it's like, dude, like, it's cool. Use it. If maybe it didn't work, but use it and take it to the next level. Like, don't like waste anything. Keep it moving. Like, build on, I guess, build on it, you know? Like, I spent, yeah. I spent 10 years in the fitness space, really. Like, I started CrossFit and I call it, since I started CrossFit in 2010, like, I feel like I've been doing fitness for 10 years. That's it. And now it's like, now I feel like I don't have to do any of the stuff that I've done before. And I am the most happy I've ever been. Right. Yes, dude. Like, yes. I don't know. I, I know that that wasn't the point. I know the point started with I wanted to go somewhere and see things. But that's the thing. Like, I do want to go and see things. I don't want to... I don't want to just be, my story needs more detalle, needs more detail, needs more, I need to so see things. I want to go be, like, in places. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't, it's I mean, harder for us, like, culturally, because we can't really go to Cuba. And if we did, or if I did, like, there's nobody there to show me, but, and all these other things. But I don't know. I, I'm in a, a moment of, like, exploration, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very, like, open. Yeah. Well, I have a cousin that lives in Vancouver, so. When, fuck, when, dude, fuck, fuck, we gotta go to fucking Canada. Like, I am dying to go to My cousin Canada. is, she, first, first of all, she's like, she's in the, in the film industry, and she's been on, like, some really big projects. She's worked, like, with some, like, legit actors. Like, she's, like, worked with, like, Adam Sandler and Al Pacino and, like, you know, like, really, really, like, she's she been producer? for years. I believe she is, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, I was messaging with her the other day, and I was like, listen, when Canada starts letting us in, we're going. We got. We we, we got to go. I start. I start. You know how bad. I'll tell you how bad it got, or it's gotten. Maybe it's not bad, but I'll tell you how far, how open I become. I would be willing to like get in a camper and drive somewhere. Yeah. Just yeah. to get the up out of here. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 going to a wedding in uh, Helen, Georgia, on Halloween weekend, and we're just just stoked Driving about up. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's uh, yeah, I get you, I get you. We're gonna get to have all that, but and that's part like, you know, how do you move on from something? I think you've said some really key things though, man. Like, you know, how do you I'm move rambling? On from I'm something? sorry. Like, I am a little frazzled no. today. Like, my I I'm definitely well, you know, but I'm frazzled. You're frazzled, but you were making strong points, which is great for being frazzled, you know, because I love what you said. Part of moving on, number one, is acknowledging that you don't go back to something. I mean, that when you said that, I was like, man, so fundamental, so important, um, because essentially that is the contradiction, right? You can't move on if you are waiting to go back to something. So that's number one. Yeah, because you're right? holding. You're yeah, you're holding on, and you're limiting yourself to new experiences, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think I think that's crucial, you know. And then, and then, and yeah, I mean, moving on, you know, the whole thing of just taking taking a path and going with it, and 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 reassessing and reevaluating yourself, what you're about, who you are, what. What norms are you willing to like stray away from in order for you to be just unapologetically you, you know, and be able to just reach that point where you don't need permission to, you know, to, to, to be who you are and how you are. And um, I think I, I, and I think that's going to be, those are a lot of tools that we're going to need moving on just collectively, culturally, and independently, individually. I have a question about like, um, about the part of like about the idea of like who you are, or mm-hmm. being who you are, being unapologetic, or how do you like counsel the person that feels like who they are um, is like on the fringes of acceptability, right? Like I have a I have a conservative job, I have a conservative family. Who I am flies in the face of that, and I. And I have a hard time reconciling the two worlds. Like, how can I be who I feel like I really want to be and still, like, 
play it safe. You can't. You can't do it. You know, when when you do the first, there's two parts to that. You, you, everything you said, and then you threw in the in doing in being safe. Uh huh. Right? So everything you said prior to that is basically creating a version of yourself that other people are comfortable with. Yes. Right? And and that's what we're trained to do. I mean, that's that's why. I mean, why is it, and I'm generalizing here, but why is it that the quote-unquote, I have air quotes, the quote-unquote black sheep of the family is usually the happier more free spirit one that at the end of the day people end up saying or their family members even end up saying damn you know what he was always different than us but fuck he's happy he's doing it he's out there living the life he wants to live you know and there's a reason for that because the black sheep what is the black sheep the black sheep of a family or the black sheep of a group is just all it is is somebody who just is not going to conform or behave or be a certain way that makes others happy, right? So it really becomes this, it goes back to the self-worth and self-concept thing where, you know, you have the tyranny of the shoulds and, and, and it's a list of things that we believe we should do and should believe. And the number one thing on that list is, oh, I believe I, I, that everybody should like me. And no, not everyone should like you. Not everyone is supposed to like you. Not everyone is going to like you. And you're always, in every decision you make, are going to make someone else uncomfortable. Always. The problem is, is that we make decisions that make ourselves uncomfortable because we want to please others. So how do you do it and, and do it in a safe way? There's no, well, it depends what you mean by safe, but there's no... There's no way of doing what you want to do without people getting pissed off. We, we go back to my story, you know, and I know I've said it a hundred times on this podcast, but if we go back to my story, what was the narrative that people had? The, the narrative that people were comfortable with when I separated from my ex, the narrative was, look at him. He's, he, left, he left his family. I never left my family. He's out playing music like some freaking wannabe rock star. I had no intentions on being a rock star. I was going to school to be a therapist. You know, he's drinking his ass off and partying every night when he should be at home with his kids. I wasn't partying every night, you know, and it, and people were just uncomfortable because although that's a comfortable narrative where people can feel better about themselves, then I just had to keep at it because the end result spoke for itself Sure. to the, to the point that people have called me and said, you know, we were worried about you for a while, but man, you really, you really came out strong. And I was like, I was coming out strong from the beginning. You just didn't understand the plan. You were just uncomfortable. You were, you, you, my journey made you uncomfortable. So the only way you can regain or you can gain or have that comfort again is by you writing a narrative that, that you're comfortable with. Sure. So, so yeah, you got to make people uncomfortable. People got to be unhappy with your decisions. Some people would even argue if people are unhappy with your decisions, you might be doing something right. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. I see that. It's frightening. They don't tell you that part. Nope. People don't talk Not about how manual. scary it is. People don't tell you how scary it is to understand the change. Strike that. People don't understand and talk about how scary it is to face down the thing that you know that you need to get over to get to where you want to go. To let go of the things that you have held on to so, so hard. To get to where you, where you really feel like you need to go. And, you know, like we've talked about feelings and being whatever, like, but still, like, there's, there's a compass that pulls you. You can't go what, you can't go through what, you can't, like, sorry. Okay. I'm trying to, like, gather my thoughts. Having, having come to understand what we've come to understand through the process of this book, like, you, it cracks open your head if you let it. You know, if, it, if you get it, if you understand it. Maybe you do get it, you understand it, you don't buy it, and you just close the book and move on. It didn't happen to me. Something happened. And I can't, like, you know, like, once, like, I don't know, like, once you break, like, once something breaks open and spills out, you can't put it back into the box. Like, it can't go back inside. That's right. It can't go back inside. And there are times where I wish I could. Hmm. But I don't want to be sad anymore either. Mm-hmm. or upset and I don't want the rest of my life to feel wasted and I don't feel like my life is wasted but I've held on I've held back like I have held back because because I'm, because I'm so extra or I'm too much or but when I lean into that Like some good things come, like so many, like there's a lot of, there's a lot more good that comes from that than the bad, you know, like mm-hmm. the, like the, the, the criticism. And for whatever reason, I only hear the criticism. I only hear like, that's like me. Like I hear the criticism. I hear like the negative. I hear like that. It's like, and I'd be like, oh, George, got to fucking tone it down. Put the pot on, like keep it low, like chill out. Like, but there's like, I don't know, like an energy and electricity that when I feel it coming up, like if I don't let it out, like I will. No, it's worse. I won't pop. I'll just like, I'll just die. Like I'll just die. Yeah, yeah, you'll shut off. I'll just, I'll just be like, well, it's pointless. What's the point? Right. I don't want to live a life that's pointless. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay, man. It's scary. It's, it's, it's very scary. That thought is very scary. So, yeah. So, moving on 
is like the goal, but it gets like really hard to like do it when you think about the whole totality, right? So like what I'm doing is like I baby step it. Like I kind of have an idea of like where I want to end up or where I want to go and the things I want to do is like all these plans and like all this like branding and everything I talked about earlier. And like when I start to see like the red flags or the barriers or like the fear and the stuff coming in and like I just kind of like triage it, even though you're not, I know we're not supposed to like have the imaginary conversation. I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend like fucking five minutes just triaging this conversation and being ready to like defend my decision because that's what I, what I need to do to like get myself over it. Does that make sense? Yeah. The same way that we like, I don't know, scale a workout so that we can get stronger. Like I just need to like spend five, I'm going to say, Hey, fine, George, five minutes, fight with whoever you have to fight with to defend what you're doing, believe what you're saying and move ahead. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also like I always have myself, I'm like, who are you talking to right now? Like when I have my imaginary conversations, I'm like, who are you talking to right now? Are you talking mm-hmm. to your parents? Are you talking? Good question. Talking to your boss? Are you talking to? Mm-hmm. I don't know. A you know a court of law. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Who are you talking? Who's your audience? Yeah. Um. So that. Yeah. Dude, my head like it's just like, I don't know. I can't. The last time I felt like this, like this. It put me on a path to get to where I am today. So understanding that, like, kind of, like, brings a smile to my face because I felt really destitute a long, long time ago. And what I was able to do is I was able to, like, basically put myself, like, pick myself up, put myself together, and, like, like I, like, pull myself together, <laughs> shake myself off, and go. And then, you know, then, like, some other shit happened, and then 10 years later, like, and then, like, I had another reset 10 years ago, and I... <laughs> And I'm here, and now I feel like I'm doing that again. Yeah. Well, we're constant. Well, not constantly, but it, that you're 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 in that average. Like every five to ten years, we we reassess and we go changing kind of who we are. We we you know reevaluate. You know where where we've been, where we are, where we're going. I mean, you know how I believe in the sevens. Mine is the sevens, but yes. Yeah. Because for me, it just happens to fall like it's 21, 28, 35, and 42. Those are the ones where I get rocked. I get rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, for me, I don't I don't think I remember. Yeah, I guess for me, I don't know. Yeah, 21, 28, 35, 42. Like, if you... Wow. Those for me, like, they are, they are literally have... I know, am I, I'm not 42 yet. I'm 41. But, like... It is. I mean, let's if we call like you know plus or minus one and a half, two years, like yeah. it falls in line. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude. Like, and I would. I really want. Like around me, I see people. Like I feel. I see people stuck having the same conversations over and over again. Like I know we're not a political podcast, but we are in a political season. And it's only going to like accelerate between now and November third, and who knows what's going to happen then, and the end of the year, and then the inauguration, and the, and the collective ego, and all of like the fucking left, right, red, white, blue, this, that. It's just a lot, and I don't want to get stuck in it. And I mm-hmm. am happy to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, my decisions are made and confident. And honestly, they're none of your fucking business. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. like, you know what I don't remember or when this happened? When we had to be the people that had to, like, stand up and say, I stand in the face of this, and this is my thing, and if you don't do this, then you are the wrong thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a, I just saw today that there is a documentary that was released, I guess, on Netflix, and it talks about something about the, the impact of social media on society and how it has created this, like, I guess these, like, warring factions or these, like, gang things. And, like, I started that, that movie, and I'm looking at my phone. What's it called? Because somebody texted it to me. I haven't the seen so- it. The Social Dilemma. I haven't seen it, but I just was made aware of it, and I'm going to watch it because I think it's super-duper important um, to acknowledge that you may be impacted by something that you're not aware of, and maybe your thinking is skewed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, you know, it, like, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I, it, it's hard to say anything without, like, trapping myself, but, dude, Read 1984. You know, read 1984. My gosh. I I started reading it, and I stopped halfway through because it was creeping me out too much. But, but I mean, and then that makes – I mean, if you – people like to get involved in the minutia and, like, in the details of stuff. And and it's it's, it's, – because people are complex, and they like to be complex, and they like to make – overthink things and make things more than what they truly are. And, and sometimes it's Guilty. better to understand, it's better to understand an, a concept. It's better to understand an umbrella and, and work your way from there than to like be in the back and forth and the back and forth, you know? And, um, and yes. Yeah, so anyway, this documentary kind of helps, uh, you know, paint a picture and understand like how toxic and how this is a channel for good information, for bad information, for misinformation, and a lot of, you know, we I think Instagram gives you a minute for videos, and you know, a video that that's twenty minutes long, somebody's showing you a minute, and they're editing the pieces that you, they, you know, it's it's very scary, you know, and and what's happening now, I don't know with Instagram about how they're you know, blocking certain content because they're deeming it as inaccurate information and stuff. I mean, it's a... Oh, the fact-checking stuff. stuff? The fact-checking stuff, yeah. It's very, very... It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre because I think... And, and this is just me. I think is... What I think is that people are just scared of the fact that we truly don't know what's happening. And I think that's the umbrella here. And, 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 you know, the, the government only gives us 10 to 15% of the information of what's truly going on. And I think that things are so scary and things are so different and so much has changed that the, the one thing that causes irritability, anger, uh, anxiety is the fear of not having control or the fear of not knowing, right? That's like the main, most generic, most common trigger to anxiety, which, you know, creates irritability and anger and all that stuff. So 
And I think that that's where all of this is born is nobody admits it because it would be the end of a conversation and people like to fight and like to argue. But yeah, it's really like, dude, I'm not going to engage in a conversation with you based on a fraction of the 15% that we know. So there's 85% of stuff you don't know. And your opinion is like based on a fraction of that information. I mean, so if you start doing the math, why are you going to invest so much energy, you know? And, and I think that's just people, I just think people are speaking and reacting out of fear. And, and I think it's very evident because if they weren't fearful, they wouldn't be so, you know, like down your throat, like, you know, oh, I thought you were an intelligent person, you know, like you should believe this. You're a smart guy. And it's like, okay, you know what? Like this is no longer productive. You know, you're, you're, so, you know, so how, you know, so that, that's where I say we have to move on. We have to move on. How do you move on? Just like you said, focus on you, gather your opinion. You can do something about it. Thankfully, we still live in a country where we get to go and express our opinion quietly and, um, or not quietly and, or not quietly. Yeah. People want to yell and scream about how this country yeah. is not free, but you can literally go into the streets and yell and scream about how horrible this place is or how great yeah. this place is. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, so that's Try it, doing I, that I, and, I, Oh man, let's not even get started with that. I mean, no. so people need to move on from so much right now. And, 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 and I, I'm guilty. I will fully admit that I'm one of the people that keeps saying, when are we going back to this? And, and I'm glad that you called me out because we're not going back to anything. Never. We're not going back, period. Dude, it's a fallacy. Think about it this way. There's been cultural resets that have happened in our history since the beginning of time. Like yeah. the birth, you know, there's literally like AD and BC, huge shift in fucking time. You've got every empire that has fallen and that has come and fallen. That's always shifted. You've basically had World War One and World War Two shifts, total shifts in population and culture and everything. Things were never the same after that. You have, you know, the fucking, you know, the Korean War, the Vietnam War. Total shifts. People do not, it changes society. It changes the way people think. Cultural shifts, the 60s, the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King, everything changes changes it doesn't things do not stay the same anyone who when people will start to talk about the idea of like going back to something or making something better than it was before or making it great again or stuff like that like this hearkening to like things a better day it pulls from the idea of today is bad it was better before yeah so when people say things like i want to go back I want to go back to how it was, it's because nostalgia is always the memory of things is better than the reality of it. We, we, glor- we glorify the past. The past. You know, like, my mother's cooking was better than, like, I'll never make this recipe as good as my mom because my mom's was the best. And it's, like, literally the same fucking thing. You know, like, um, and, but it's the nostalgia factor. Like, and so, and it's the attachment to that, the feeling of that, you know, um, the other side of the coin is the same thing. Like, just because something progresses doesn't mean it's better. Like, there's some things don't need to be changed. Like, you know, you don't need to just, like, make a new... There's not... 
you know, there's a, the saying of, like, there's more than one way to catch a mouse. Like, okay, but mm-hmm. if the fucking trap works, like, dude, don't fucking chill. Like, it's working. I get it. Like, now, here, today. Yeah. I know I'm not going to go back to, we can never go back to, to September 10th, 2001. The world changed on September 11th, 2001. It was, ne- it'll, it was, it'll never be, it was never the same. It was never the same. The world will never be the same after coronavirus. You're yeah. not going to go back to the way things were on fucking February 28th, 2020. Right. You know, March 2020, everything changed. We're not going back. It's not happening. Right. Yeah. So we have to move on. We have to move on. You have to move on. And if you stay stuck and, and crotchety and uh, uh, you're resisting. I have a friend of mine right now who's coming over to my house and working out with me because he's seen like what I did. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I basically just work out in my backyard. So he's like, can I come work out with you? I said, absolutely. So he comes over and works out with me. And I see and it's the same like thing. Like you've, we've been there when we're like working out, we're doing something we don't want to do. And so we resist and we resist and it takes longer and it feels harder. And the moment that you just fucking submit and do it, it's almost like you just get out of your own way. And it becomes, like, so much easier. Yeah. So, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. We're moving on. Moving the fuck on. On. That's right. So let's do it with, you know, let's do it gracefully. Let's do it well. You know, and let's let's just... good intention too, right? Like I don't want to move on. Yeah. Like a head about it. I'm not gonna be like, I'm moving on and fuck all of you. No, no, no. I'm heading. I always treat people the way you know I'd want to be treated. You know, dude. I want compassion. Yes, I want world peace. I lead with I lead with my heart inside of me. Like I just want world peace. I want to be left alone. I want to do what I want to do. And I know that you and I get it, but just leave me the fuck alone. And I promise I will leave you alone. I don't give a fuck how you choose to see the world and whatever, but just, like, leave me alone and just do you and I'll do me. And, like, let's listen to some good music in the process. That's what I'm talking let's about. Let's eat some man. good Hell yeah. in the process. Like, dude, like, there's more things that bring us together than keep us apart. Yeah. That's why I love that Chef's Table show. It's food bringing people together. It's music bringing people together. It's just, like, our humanity that brings people together. Us working out, sweating in the same room together. Like, there is a togetherness that, like, I honestly feel like social distancing is really impacting. And I understand it and I get it and I respect the reasons why. But there is, like, at least for me, like, a need to, like, just be able to, like, share that, this humanity Mm-hmm. That's right. Man, it is nice to talk about something else. I'm glad we did this, George. Me too. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I feel I feel really pumped right now. Like I feel like, you know, feel like amped right now. This is good. Stick around and I'll tell you my secret when this is the recording. All right. All right <laughs> stick around. But first we got to tell people where they can find us. Where can they find us? Hey, guys, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Moaka Media there. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am at George I. Sanchez. For questions, comments, and concerns, you can go to our website at Um, All things available there. 
And how about you, Carlos? Who are you and where can they find you? I am at carlos.escanilla for my professional uh, therapy page. And I'm at carlos305music for all my music stuff. And you can email us at moacamedia at gmail.com. And yeah, I can't, can't wait for the, for the next recording because it might be in person. So anyway, that's yet to be determined, but I, I am looking forward to that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for everything. Thanks for listening. As always, thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.